All right, welcome to the Jack Mitchell Podcast. Yes, we were off last week, but I have a good, like I have a good reason. We were. I was in Elwood, Nebraska. Uh, let's see about, let's see, it would have been this time that I'm recording, right? I was driving to Elwood. Well, I was driving to Lexington stay in uh, Lexington. We did the Team Jack Radiothon, the 10th annual Team Jack Radiothon, and we hit our uh, $1 million raise point. And so... I did not. I did not get a podcast recorded last week. That's on me. We're gonna keep doing it every week. Nothing's wrong. That's just. Uh, that's just a thing. You know, if if we would ever get a sponsor for this podcast, I wouldn't be able to just take weeks off like that because we'd have some sort of contractual obligation. So, this is a message to you, local businesses. Uh, your chance to get out there with uh, uh, just millions of listens, millions of downloads. I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but it's millions, basically. Um, if you want to be a sponsor, you can do that. Let's get to my guest today. Very excited to uh, to have him. My intersection uh, in, in in life with him, which is how I start out every guest, is is kind of one one sided for the most part. Um, I've been I've been kind of following his career. Uh, for a while since he was in high school, um, and and he may or may may not know that he's got just some uh, some some parts of his life and his his basketball career that were really meaningful to me and my family too, um, and so I'm excited to talk to him. First time I've gone this many time zones on one of these interviews because Johnny Trueblood is joining me right now. From the University of Hawaii, where he's got his relatively new job out there right now. So, what six hours? Six hours earlier than we are in the Central five, Time Zone, Johnny. Five hours. Five, yeah, five so hours. One o'clock here. That's so weird. That's weird. The United States is that many hours. That many hours. Well, th- thanks for coming on with me. I appreciate it. How you doing? I'm great, man. Thanks for having me. I'm, yeah. I'm excited to do this. You know, I, I mean, like you said. Um, I know you've been following me, especially since my college career. Um, I didn't know I meant that much to you and your family, but I really do appreciate that. And, you know, you are, you always shed positive light on, on, uh, myself personally and then our program as a whole. So, you know, we, we appreciated that, um, and your love for the program. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I still do. And we'll, we'll get to that, but, uh, tell people what the heck you're doing in Hawaii. Some people may be listening to that and be like, I thought he was in South Dakota. He's in Hawaii now. Uh, you got a new job out there in Hawaii. What are you doing, and how's it going? Yeah, it's uh, it's going good. I got the director of player development job here at Hawaii. Um, I back in June. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting. My I spent two years at South Dakota as a graduate assistant. Um, my first year, I coached with uh, a guy named Brad Davidson. Um, he was an assistant coach at South Dakota. Um, I spent my first year with him, and then he actually left for an assistant job here at Hawaii. So, um, the final four, when you get, go to the final four as a, as a coach, you know, you, you link up with everybody and me and Brad, uh, we're really close. Our staff at South Dakota was really close. Um, so we hung out and it was kind of like, uh, the staffs of Hawaii and South Dakota collide a little bit. So I got to, which, I got, by the way, are like the two most unlikely, <laughs> <laughs> like the, the least in common in terms of geographic programs, yeah. having but lived if, in if, South Dakota myself. If if two staffs had to meet, it, it had to have been us. You know, yeah. it, it's a it's a lot of good people, man. It's a lot of good people. So I met uh, I met up with Brad. He, I mean, I've met a, a few of them because we were on a road trip last year at San Jose State. They were playing Santa Clara, so we just met up um, and hung out for a little bit. So I've met them before, but we really hung out at the uh, Final Four quite a bit. Um, and I got to go know the guy that was in my position 
um, my current position that was last year, mm-hmm. he actually ended up leaving um, in about March or April or sorry, sorry, about April, mid April. He said, yeah, I'm, I'm done with this position. Like I'm going to move on and got another job at Utah tech. His name's Gibson Johnson. Great guy. But um, Brad gave me a call and he said, Gibson's leaving. Uh, I'm going to like, if you want, I can put in a good word to coach for you and we, we can go from there. And so everything escalated like that. You know, I got, I talked to coach Gennady on the phone a couple of times um, and then he offered me the job and then moved down here in June. Like you hear, go okay. So you got to separate the job and the locale. Like you hear going to Hawaii to work. What is your what's your immediate reaction when this starts to become like a potential real thing for you? Yeah, the the immediate reaction was, man, that's that's far away from home. Yeah, that's true. That's the immediate reaction. But then the, the secondary is, it's such a great opportunity. Um, you know, to I I, uh, I spent eighteen years of my life growing up in Omaha. Um, I went to college an hour away in Lincoln. Yeah. That was for four years. And then I spent one year after college in Lincoln. And then I spent the next two years in Vermilion, South Dakota, which is two hours from Omaha. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, uh, I, uh, lived in like two hours. Spread your wings yet. A little bit. Yeah. 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 So I, I lived in a, a two hour radius, little bubble for 25 years of my life. And I, I knew coaching was going to take me all over. I did not anticipate Hawaii, but you know, one thing led to another and now I'm here. So I just thought it was a good opportunity to kind of get out um, of the Midwest for a little bit. Uh, I love the Midwest, but it, it was time. I know coaching is going to take me all over. So yeah, thought it was a step in the right direction. It's good. Yeah. I, I, Listen, how we go? I'd come visit you out there. I've never been to Hawaii. What, hey, what's it like? By the, what's it like? Like, had you been there? Had you been to Hawaii before you did this? Never been to Hawaii before I did this. So, how did it match up with your like assumptions about not necessarily the job, but just Hawaii generally? Um. It, yeah, it's interesting, man. Like, cause you you think about it, you're like, man, it's gonna be the nice weather. It's gonna be the beach. But I mean, like, we're working six days a week six, seven days a week. Like we're in the office quite a bit, you know? So it's like when I got here, it was the summertime and you had time to kind of enjoy the, I mean, it's always nice weather here. It doesn't get a, doesn't get below 65. It hasn't gotten below 70 since I've been here and it doesn't get above 90 since I've been here. So, uh, but yeah, you know, like, and then now that we're in the season, it's, it's nice outside, which is a change for me. You know, I'm from the Midwest where about this time it's, it's sweatshirt bonfire weather. Right. Um, right. And then get gearing up for the winter, but not here. It's just, um, it's sunny and 75 basically every day. So on and off the court player development. Yeah. Director so, of player development. So what does that mean on the court? What's that mean off the court for you? Yeah. So on the court, I do a lot of film work. Um, I, I show the guys film. I, I do all the film or do not all film, but most of the film for our staff, like get them all the film after practices. And I don't, I know my roles for the season is going to help with scout and film and, and stuff at that aspect. Um, haven't been here. So I don't, I'm waiting to see what that process is like. I'm, I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, off the court, you know, I do a lot of nutrition stuff. You know, I plan meals for the guys. Um, I got them, I went on a Costco run with uh, one of our GAs, you know, got them really? a bunch of groceries. Yeah. So like, how is it, how, how much different is that than what you were I'm, I assume it's different, but how different is that than what you were doing at South Dakota? Um, to be honest, it's not totally different. Okay. 
you know, um, the reason being is because we have more guys on staff here at Hawaii than I did. We did at South Dakota. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I had a really big role at South Dakota, you know, being, being able to be on the floor, help guys off the floor, help with film. Um, I would say my, my role here now is, um, a lot of, a lot more film, um, than it was at South Dakota. I helped with it, but our director of basketball operations at South Dakota was, was pretty big time in film. So he, he kind of took the reins on that. And me and one of our managers there helped here. I'm, I'm the head for video. So mm-hmm. I get all that sit that situated. And then off the court. Yeah. Like I said, it's just, uh, academic stuff. So I got my academic group. I got, um, class checks, all of that stuff. And, helping plan practices and scouting when that comes, all of that stuff. You want to, you, I mean, is that, but you do want to stay in, like you want to stay in coaching. You want to go up the ladder here and, and keep yeah. in and coaching. It sounds like. Yeah. So this right. was, this was the next step. And what's, what's good about this place is um, all, all our, our assistant coaches go recruiting a lot. Right. But it's not one day at a time where some people will leave for during the season for a day at a time and go to a game and they'll be back later that night for practice or later that day for practice. You know what I mean? So here it's different. Like one of our, uh, one of our assistants is in New Zealand and he's going to be there for five, uh, for five days. Mm-hmm. So for those five days, I get to fill in the role as an assistant coach on the floor. So I'm able to give instruction because there's a waiver with the NCAA that allows me to do that. So like, Right now, I'm technically an assistant coach, um, and I'm able to do that here, which I really enjoy. Uh, that's that's where I feel like I I provide the most value is definitely on the floor with the guys. So, what uh, do you do? You travel with the teams to games, like that sort of thing, or not? Or do you stay back? Yes. Yep. Do, yep. I'll tra- yeah, I'll travel with the team. You gotta <laughs> have you gotta have the film guy there, Jack. I, I've always wondered what the I I usually think of it in the context of Hawaii football, but like what the travel schedule for Hawaii athletics is. And I guess you're going to find out firsthand. I know what it is. Tell me, man. I know what it is. It's uh, when, well, we only play one road game um, in non, yeah, non-conference. So we'll play, we play Las, uh, UNLV in Las Vegas on like a Wednesday. So we'll leave two days prior to that mm-hmm. um, and get adjusted to the time and time difference and all that. But yeah. when, when conference play hits, you know, you're playing two at home, two on the road. Yeah. So you're you're home for five days, or sorry, home for nine days, on the road for five days. So you play on Thursday, Saturdays. You're going to leave on Tuesday. Okay. You're going to get there on Tuesday, sleep, go through everything on Wednesday, Thursday, travel next place, play Saturday, uh, travel back Sunday, stay at home for nine days. Then you do it all over again. And five the shortest days, flight has got to be like what? Four hours? I don't about know. About five. About five. Yeah. To probably like Fresno or something. I don't know where. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Something like that. Oh, that'll be interesting. That's yeah, it's a lot of travel, but you know, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm awesome. used to it. Um, I went when I got the opportunity to go recruiting this summer. So you know, I kind of got a. It was man, it's a, it's a lot of travel, but it's a lot of fun too. Yeah. Like one of our assistant coaches, he, he's an Australian, Brad, he, the guy I was telling you about, uh-huh. he got a coach for the Australian national team, um, this summer. So while he was away doing that for a month, I was able to go out recruiting. So I had flights from here. Um, I was going to, uh, I went to Rock Hill, South Carolina and Atlanta, Georgia. Jeez. So like I was traveling, I think one, one of my flights was Hawaii to New York nonstop. Get on another plane, New York to Charlotte. Drive, 
drive a couple hours. It's like to, flying to Germany. I mean, like, yeah. it's, just like it, it's not that different. It's a trip, man. It's a it's a day trip. That's for sure. It's a long trip, but it's it's fun, man. It's it's a lot of fun. All right, tell me about tell me about high school. How what you how many years had Elkhorn South been around, or did you were you in one of the first classes there? Because I don't remember. Yeah, so so my brother was a freshman. My brother's a grade older than me. Um, He was a freshman, and that was the first year it opened. So I was in eighth grade. Um, So I was the second class to go all the way through all four years. Do they even like? For instance, like Lincoln just opened up a school, and I know there was one in Omaha and OPS too. They don't even have seniors. Did they even have seniors when that thing started? Do you remember? Uh, no, no. The Did first, it? so because Elkhorn, um, Elkhorn was its own school, right? Like yeah. they they gave the seniors the or they told the seniors, "Hey, stay. You've yeah. gone three years with everybody. Just stay here." Um, and then it was just uh, freshman, sophomore, junior. Um, so when I was in eighth grade. Help me with the dynamics of, of Elkhorn because, uh, you know, I know I, I graduated from Lincoln East in 1996. Uh, Elkhorn was a force in baseball always. They were good in, they were good in football, right? And then you got a community that grows so much and you open South up and crap. I mean, now North has been open for three years and they're already, they're already a significant, you know, girls basketball is great there already. Yeah. Um, but just kind of like the explosion of that community. And then, like when when you're when you're sort of dividing up with all these people that you've grown up with, especially at the age you were at the time, what was that like for you? Um, I would say, you know, just I mean, because Elkhorn's just such a fast growing place. You know, it's a it's a beautiful area. There's a lot of great people out there. You know, so I mean, this just the the there's so much land there for for everybody to right. grow and develop on. So I th- I think that's why you like there's they get to be prominent in sports is because you know, they get the, they get access to the kids. Um, as for me, you know, it was weird because like, I mean, growing up until probably about seventh grade is when you find out like, Oh, there's going to be, I think sixth or seventh grade, you know, there's a new high school. So our feeder was Elkhorn Ridge, uh, middle school into Elkhorn South. So like I knew everybody, but I mean, growing up like in sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, we'd hang out with Elkhorn middle school, which is the feeder. Right. Yeah, feeder program. So it was a little different, but you know, like I'm still friends with those guys today. Like there, there's a few guys like that I I hung out with in like in high school and in college that um from we call it the other the north side of Dodge, you know, <laughs> you know the bad side, the dark side. No, I'm just playing. Were there's you, a lot. Uh, of good- were you uh when you were when you got into high school? Were you just basketball? Or were you doing any other sports? Yeah, so it, it was kind of weird, man. I uh I played a lot of Call of Duty in seventh and eighth grade and uh yeah i man it, it, it this is crazy this is crazy like i probably wouldn't have played college basketball if it wasn't for my parents uh, i played that thing like i played that thing at all hours of the day right after school i was up forever um and my parents Wait, were finally you, were you, by the way were you playstation or xbox i was playstation back then i'm xbox now oh okay Wow. Yeah, I made the that's switch. a change you don't hear very often. I know I made the switch. I, I really, I really like the Xbox. I, I just got the new Xbox. Actually, my brother, my brother got it for me as a gift, which was super nice of them. Oh, like the new one, the new like one. The, oh, we got the about over right over there. My son and I have ours, and it's it's the it's what the three sixty, but or yeah, or whatever, or what I don't know, whatever. We play Madden on it, but okay. So your what, what? So your parents got your ass off the couch, or what happened exactly? Oh man, yeah, they were just like you, you're like you're not taking any sports seriously. Like this is probably my this was my eighth grade year, and I was like, uh, 
my seventh grade year, I was just like, I was kind of like a, like a skinny fat type kid. And then like, <laughs> and then call of duty came out and I was legitimately like pudgy now. <laughs> yeah. I was pudgy. I was pudgy for pictures. sure. I was going, oh, you should, man, I'm going to call I, Tom and get some pictures. Hey, Tom would love, Tom will do that in a heartbeat. He I loves, know he will. He yeah. loves you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, he like, they took it away from me. Um, and then I had a basketball game that day. And this is how I remember. I don't know if this is how my parents remember it, but like, I wasn't playing well in basketball, but I always loved basketball. And I was like, I felt like I was good at it. And then in like eighth grade, I kind of took like a little decline, I would say. Um, and they took call of duty away from me. And then I swear, I, this is how I, not, I swear, but this is how I remember I went out that game and had like 20 points. I was like hit like four, three or four threes. I was looking at my parents every time I made a, made a shot. Like if you're going to, yeah. Like if you're going to take <laughs> this away from me, I'll show you what I can do. But you know, like I, I'm serious. That's like so that, hilarious. that was a, that was a pivotal moment for me. You know, That's they took that away. Hilarious. They took that away. That was probably, that was like, and like I said, eighth grade. And then that was probably like January or February. Okay. Um, and then after that, I started to kind of grow. I started to grow, you know, like my pudgy self. I was still skinny. I still became skinny fat. Still became skinny fat because it just never left me. But uh, I, I grew probably um, from my eighth grade to my freshman year of co- or high school. I probably grew three inches, three or four inches. Oh, really? From yeah. Eight, okay. From eighth grade, probably beginning of eighth grade. So to, what? Are, what did you end up? What are? How tall are you? Six? Are you what? Six, six one? Six three. Six three? Are you? Yeah. Jeez, I didn't know that. Yeah, I have, so, I have a son who's five eleven who would kill to be six three. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how old is he? He'll be a senior. He'll be a senior at East this year. Stay patient. I still grew. I think after college. Really? Yeah. I uh, did you? I, yeah, my freshman year. So I went from I grew up probably three or four might be a stretch during my eighth grade year. Probably two, two or three maybe. But I was like five ten going into my freshman year, and then by my sophomore year, I was six two. Um, really. Yep. Ah, that that is it. I always, I, you know, because I I, I I always wondered, you know, when's that spurt gonna come, or is it come, or can it still come? But you'll hear stories about like there's some k- kids I'll see in my son's summer league. Uh, like I would see, I I saw in the winter, and then I saw in the summer, like, geez, this person's a senior, and they still grew three inches this summer. Yeah. No, like, it's, it's crazy. crazy. Like, yeah. And you like when you and now that you're in the world of recruiting, like you got to think about that stuff. Yeah, no, you look at you look at some of these kids and you're like, holy cow, man. Like, I did not look like that when I was playing high school basketball. Or <laughs> like, the, they, they look like men out there. Uh, they, they look older than me right now. And I'm, I'm out here recruiting them. I'm just, it, were it's you funny, doing? Man. Were you doing all the elite travel stuff in middle school? Were you traveling around to Atlanta and San Antonio no. for games? No, what? I was not. I was not. So my sophomore year, my freshman year, I played freshman basketball. Um, my sophomore year, I played varsity, junior okay. year varsity, senior year varsity. Okay. Um, but our head coach kept me on freshman. Our head varsity coach kept me on freshman. Um, I don't, I'm not really sure why, but you know, it, it is what it is. Like I loved, it. you know, I got to, I got to be like kind of a, a I felt like a little bit of a leader as a freshman, yeah. you know, and I think he kind of saw that like development, like to when I'm a senior and I can be a leader then as well. Um, so it was, it was the best thing for me. Um, shout out Coach Baugh. Shout out Coach Baugh. He's <laughs> great, man. He's great. I am. Uh, I'm looking at my phone now because I'm not listening to you because I had these tweets pulled up that I wanted to show you, but 
Uh, okay, here it is. And, and then I did, took took my browsers off because I think it was slowing down. But I'm going to show you this. So uh, March 14th, 2015, so this would have been your senior year state tournament, right? Yeah. Elkhorn South senior year. This is the first time I ever referenced you or knew who you were. So this is March 14th, uh, 2021. It says, if I was making up a <laughs> fake name for myself, it would probably be Johnny Trueblood. Which is funny, because there's my uh, uncle responding to me. He was like, you already have a fake name. What are you talking yeah. about, man? <laughs> That's what I was thinking, man. <laughs> uh, but I do. Tell, tell me that, the memory of that senior year and the run in your senior year. Oh, it was This was Class great. B. You guys were still Class B then. Now Elkhorn South yeah. is dominating Class A in football. And yeah. that, was, that was B at that point. Yeah, no, I'm going to rewind. I'm not just going to tell you about my senior year, because, I mean, the, my junior year was really special to me, too, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got to play basketball with my, my older brother and me and him are really close. We have a, we have a close knit family, me, him and my, um, my sister, um, who's a senior at Lincoln actually. So she's finishing up her, her last year. So she's the youngest um, of the group. She's the youngest. Yep. She's the youngest. Um, but me and my brother got to play basketball together my sophomore year and junior year, my junior year, we were 24 and oh, going into state. 25 and 0 maybe okay undefeated and then lost to uh, a team in the semifinals that we beat two weeks prior Who was it scott oh of course it was scott yeah man they got us they got us oh, so, of course it was scott yeah and you know that was that sucked because you know we were man we were a really 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 good team um and you know you kind of go through that experience with your brother and it just it sucks but it fuels you because you know you have one more year yeah um I would say this, my junior year, we were probably mo- maybe more talented than my senior year, but our, our, my senior year, man, we have, we had a lot of guys just buy, buy in with everything. Like just well, went so all you got that. So you got that on the bulletin board all off season long, right? All yeah. off season coaches are, or when you guys are going through summer workouts, coaches are bringing out the, uh, bringing up that game, I yeah. assume and, and reminding you. So then you do yeah, get to lo- senior year and without your brother though. Yeah, we're losing five seniors, man, that all played, like all of them played. There were, I was a, I was a starter as a junior, and then the four others were seniors, and then our sixth man was a senior. So we're losing five five seniors. Um, that's tough to replace. And so our junior class, like our, our junior class, or my class, sorry, was super talented. Like we had a lot of guys, uh, a lot of great guys. Like I played basketball with them growing up. We were always good growing up. Um, we just Our senior class was really good that year. Um, but everybody just stepped up big time and it was so fun to be a part of because we had our struggles, man. It wasn't like the year before, man. Everything was easy. Like we were that good of a team where we could like literally roll the ball out and play, except the, except in the semifinals, but, uh, roll the ball out and play. And then my senior year, it was not like that. It was not like you that didn't at go all. You undefe- going undefeated, I assume that year. No, no, we didn't. We actually had, we, we started the season off kind of rocky. We got a good comeback win to start the season against Gretna. Um, but then like, I don't know, man, it just, it, it, we, we had our ups and downs and we, we got blown out at home against Bennington. Um, I think they beat us twice that year. We lost to Seward, which we lost Seward by 15. And that was the year. Uh, and then like I, when I went to college at Nebraska, we had a man, two managers from Seward, who would always talk trash to me saying that was the highlight. But, oh, jeez, that hurts. Yeah, but it's all right. I mean, I said, hey, I'll take that loss in the regular season uh, yeah. and for a ring any day. Yeah. 
Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. And then what do you remember about State? Tell me about State that year, the running State that year, because that's, like I was showing you that tweet earlier, that's when I, you know, that's kind of when I you, – you got a lot of attention that year at State Tournament. Yeah, yeah. I committed to Nebraska before my senior year started. Um, and that was just – that was probably – that was a really good thing for me because I could just focus on playing. Um, first round of the State Tournament. Well, we got in on a wild card, actually. We lost in our district uh, district final. Oh, really? I didn't even know that. Wow. Beatrice had to – I think Beatrice had to lose, and he's like, you guys are in. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, let's go. All right, and it doesn't matter. Now every everything's fair game now. Scoreboard watching. Yeah, yeah we're playing a, a good Adam Central team, like younger guys um, that were a really good team, but they like we kind of blew them out. We were fine with that. Like we were, we matched up really well with them and kind of took care of business. Then we played Gretna again in the semifinals, um, and that was one of my favorite games I've ever played in, more so than the state championship for yeah. sure. Um, just because it was, you know, it was kind of, it was kind of like the roles were reversed, man. Like they beat us, uh, uh, and then we beat them in the semifinals when it mattered. And it was, we were down 13, I think going, going into like the final minutes of the third quarter. And they, if you know Gretna at all, they played really slow pace. I don't know if they still, I think they do a little bit, but they, they ramped it up they a little bit. They just bomb threes like insanity now. Yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah. Play, yeah. It's it's a lot of threes, uh, back, but it's not like playing Beatrice was back in the day. But yes, yeah. Yeah. back when I was uh, when I, back when I was in high school, that's funny to say. But when I was in high school, like those, man, they played slow. They played as slow as they could. Took the air out of the ball. Would take minute two two minute possessions. So we had a fight back, and we we had a uh, we had a, had a layup with I think twenty seconds left to go up by one. It was like our first lead of the game, I think. And then they came down, missed the shot, went on to the state cha- state championship. I sprained my ankle right before half, played on that the second half, and we won, man. Oh man, yeah, I I remember watching that one. That you, see, you know that Gretna that Friday of the state tournament, and that they've sort of changed the format now. But that Friday the state tur- tournament is so good. Uh, oh, it's amazing. You got those two se- you got the semifinals, the usually C one B A all at the at the top spot, like. That's my favorite day. That's yeah, my you favorite don't want to leave your you don't yeah. want to leave your seat. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, it's a, it, uh, that was uh, that was uh, I I enjoyed that as a eighth grader and freshman just going to the state tournament just to watch yes. games. Yeah, watching Mike Gazelle play was it, yeah was that a thing yeah 
<laughs> yeah, I can, I can name all those guys that we we would we would go watch. And there's so many people who would just like go with their dad or go, you know, just go and and just go to games during the state tournament and and just yeah. hang out there for the whole weekend. I I I'm gonna guess you guys did that too. Yes, yes, we did. My dad, my dad let us miss school, or my parents let us miss school on two occasions. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. I can hear you. Your your videos pause, but I can hear yeah, you. Yeah, you just go sorry. ahead. Yeah. My parents let us miss school on two occasions, and that was one for the state tournament. Um, if my dad wanted to go to the games with me, he we would do that. Mm-hmm. And then my favorite two days of the year is the first weekend of March Madness. Yes, you know when games start at eleven, so we oh. go to school. We'd go to school for the first two hours, and I'd Wait, say you went for a little while. <laughs> yeah, 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 I did on Thursday. I did on Thursday. That was the deal. Go, go in for a couple hours, and then you're you can you can leave, and then you set up all three, four TVs, and you're just watching games, and it is the best. Yeah, I'm with you. What? Why did you? Why, why did you walk on at Nebraska? You could have. You could have. I mean, just just knowing, you know, having a being in the basketball community right now i know all you know i know there's opportunities at smaller schools i know there's opportunities at concordia and doan and nebraska wesleyan and and maybe even other bigger schools than that for you at the time why'd you make yeah. the choice that you did especially so early in your high school career yeah so i mean i i had a good junior year i think i was first team class b all state maybe first or second team i can't remember to be honest um and i i had a good i had a good year you know, um, I think my only offer was Hastings College. That was my only offer, and I was on a really, we had a really good AAU team, and I felt like I contributed to that. Um, but Hastings really? was my only offer. You didn't get anything from the any any of the other state school. I, I mean, like Concordia, any of any. I got interest. I got interest for sure. Like they would send me yeah. letters. Um, I got invited to camps and stuff. Like I went to South Dakota State's. Um, Team camp, like yeah. or not team camp, uh, individual camp, some whatever. It Nothing is. from in Iowa, you know, like Morningside no. or something. No. Or I didn't even get recruited by Nebraska originally. How did that? So how did that come about that you, that that you had that opportunity then? Yeah, this is this is a good one too, Jack. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> so going into my summer of senior year, uh, that's kind of like the most pivotal time, right? Like mm-hmm. seventeen, your seventeen U AAU season is is coming to an end and you got to get noticed and all that stuff. So I knew I wanted to play basketball in college and I was like, all right, how can I get more exposure? Um, I signed up for two camps. I signed up for Nebraska's camp and Creighton's camp. And Nebraska's camp was you check in on Sunday night. You're there from five to nine Monday, Tuesday. I think it's nine to nine. And then Wednesday it's like, nine to one i was the tallest kid there it was a complete kids camp and (laughs) yeah that's so funny (laughs) it's a kids camp and i had no idea i had i had no clue (laughs) oh my god that's hilarious so (laughs) uh, here i am like i i was I was an all-state basketball player for Class B, and I'm playing against. I'm playing against. Uh, yeah, didn't they flag the application or something? Uh, I, no, they they gladly took my money. <laughs> like my, um, but, yeah, but like, oh my gosh, having, so, I'm laughing so hard because I've been 
as a parent to a lot of those kids camps. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And I went to them growing up, but like, I had no yeah. idea. I thought it was, this, I just thought it was a camp, That's you know? Hilarious. So I call my parents on Sunday night, like two hours after I get there in the or camps camps done. I'm like, Hey guys, I just want to apologize. Like I, I messed up. Like this is a kid's camp. Like I'm, I'm the oldest guy here. You guys just spent whatever it was, $250, $300 on me. So I just want to apologize. They're like, that's okay. Just, just go out there, just have fun, do whatever, you know? So went through the whole camp and then like, I think Monday or Tuesday, Miles comes down and he just says, Hey, you want to put, you want to play pickup with the guys? Um, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm tired of rejecting little kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, uh, there, there were a few that were my age. I think there was yeah. one kid that's, um, the new Elkhorn school, Noah Borgman. He's okay. actually, he's the head coach of the basketball team. He, he was my roommate for that overnight camp. Okay. Then um, I met like Jalen Hunter, um, Coach Hunter, uh, Kenya Hunter's son. Okay. Uh, he's now yeah. at Ohio. So we, we be, we knew each other through that. There were some good, like, there were some good kids there, but it was, yeah, definitely like it just kids. wasn't what you thought it was. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. At all. So he let um, you come. So who's, who, so who were you playing with at that time? When he that was like Karan Petaway, Siobhan Shields, oh, Andrew White, Walter Pitchford, Trevor Mankey. Um, God, who else was on that? I think David Rivers was that. Yeah. yeah, Rivers. Rivers. Uh, maybe like uh, uh, oh god, I'm at, Moses. I'm Moses. Moses. Adabio. Yeah, yeah. Um, Moses Abraham. Moses Abraham. Yeah. Moses Abraham. Yeah. Yeah. That they had that team, and that was the team. Um. So going into my senior year, they were they were coming off the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. Supposed to, like you know you know you know how it goes. Um, oh, but, oh, yes, yeah. So so then just from there, like they started recruiting me as just a preferred walk on, um, and I came back and like my I would be my parent, my dad and mom would let me, my mom and dad would let me leave er- school early occasionally because I had seventh hour. We had seven periods, and my seventh hour was study hall. So like occasionally I'd get texts um, from them, like from some of the guys, like, "Hey, do you want to come play pickup today?" So I did school early, jet there, 45, 50 minutes, go play pickup, go home. Um, and then just got to know kind of the staff through that. And then one football game, I can't remember who we were playing, but um, I went there on like an unofficial visit just to kind of tour the campus and then um, go to a football game, get on the sidelines and all that stuff. And they offered – I sat down with Coach Miles and he offered me a preferred walk-on spot, and I just I, – I accepted it on the spot. And that, like, did you did it go through your mind? Like, okay, this is gonna be. I'm a preferred walk on, which is awesome. That's that's incredibly cool. But this is gonna be taking my lumps for a long time in my college career. Like, yeah, I didn't. How much did that go through your mind? I didn't think about that one bit. Really? Yep. I went in really naive. Really naive. Yeah. It's interesting. And, yeah. It. Uh, my freshman year kicked my ass. Really? Yeah. Absolutely. You thought so, you were going to be. Did you, I mean, you come in really. Thought, you thought you were going to be putting in minutes and and that kind not of. Not my. No, no. 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 I had a good. I had a good like sense of where I was going to be at. Gotcha. You know, I had a good sense of like, okay, this isn't going to be coming right away, um, in play, but I could see your like I could see myself playing year two, year three, year four. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. um, especially if I redshirted. And I decided against redshirting because my uh, it, Coach Miles asked us before our first game. He said, "Johnny, you want a redshirt?" And I, because he always left it up to us, which I really appreciated. And I just said no because I was like, if I do five years of this, like I don't, I think my body's going to break down. <laughs> now, if I could go back, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I think uh, it all turned out pretty good, man. It all turned out pretty good. Yeah, it did. Okay, so tell me about those. Tell me about those. I'm going to look at another picture here that I was going to show you, but yeah. tell me about those those early years. You know, freshman year, sophomore year, as as a walk on. Obviously, you know. Not not getting a lot of time, not getting a lot of yeah. time in games. Practicing all the time, though. Um, yeah. What was yeah. it like for you? Did you ever did you ever second guess yourself on the decision? Probably. Yeah. I mean, did you did you know I didn't play my sophomore year? Like yeah. play basketball? Yeah. yeah. I, I saw. You know when I found that out about forty five minutes ago. Really? Yeah. I didn't. I, I I probably knew it then and forgot. But yeah, when I was doing a little prep for this, I saw it on your bio page. Yeah. Yeah. So I. Uh... I played my freshman year. Like, I mean, we got to campus in June. It, it's 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 a weird story again, man. But um, get to campus in June. You know, you're going through the summer session, and I got bronchitis like two weeks into being there. Oh. Um, and so I and I have a history with like some medical issues with the coughs. Like I would I I was coughing for all summer. Um, so that sidelined me a little bit, and then like that just uh, like even working your way back, like it still kind of took it out of you. Um, at the end of the summer, the night before we, we have practice, we get a certain amount of practice for our Spain trip. That was that summer. My freshman year was supposed to be our Spain was our Spain trip. Mm-hmm. Um, and the day before practice, we, we were able to practice for it. I am sitting in my dorm room in Cather Hall, mm-hmm. RIP. RIP Cather Hall. <laughs> I watched it go down. Yeah, man. How about that? How about that? Um, yeah, but I mean, I'm sitting there in my little dorm room, concrete walls. Like, I'm like this, that. Summer was brutal, man. It was a it was an awakening of just like I'm waking up at five. I was going to bed at like five six p.m. some nights just because I was so exhausted. Like that whole summer. So, but the it all it all led up to this. Like my the day before our first practice in Spain for Spain, um, I'm playing just cards me me and some of the guys are playing cards in my room and i just like all of a sudden i just get this headache and i said you guys got to get them out mm-hmm. like i was i was done mm-hmm. i'm like i gotta go to sleep it's like it's like seven eight o'clock they're like you good like all that stuff and i'm just like yeah i just need to go to bed wake up same thing headache still killing me um and I go to class. We had like an online class, but a mandatory online class because we were freshmen. Like we had all had to meet in one room and watch this professor on the screen, you know. And I'm sitting there. I was like a three nine. I was I had like a three nine in high school. And I'm like I, I can do this by myself. Um, but that's a that's that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I, I still have that headache all throughout class, and I'm like I can barely open my eyes. And I just go to our trainer and I just said, Hey, man, like. I know we have first day of practice, but like, I, I can't move. Like my head is, is pounding. He's, he's like, I said, I'm going to go to my, my grandma lives in Lincoln. Um, and I was like, I'm going to go to my grandma's house and I need to sleep. I'm not, I can't practice today. He's like, okay, just keep me updated. Like how you, how you're doing and everything. Um, went to my grandma's at like three, three o'clock fell asleep at like 8 PM, 7, 8 PM call. I fell asleep for four hours, called my mom. And I said, mom, I need to go to the hospital. 
um, went to the hospital, spent a week in the hospital. They couldn't find out what was wrong with me. Missed our Spain trip. They finally figured out what was wrong with me, and it was called varicella meningitis. Meningitis. All right. Yep. And it was basically shingles on the brain. So I had shingles. Yeah, I, that was causing the headache. And then I had, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah Sorry, you're frozen. Hopefully. I had shingles on my brain and then shingles like on my like tailbone, like lower, lower back, um, which was painful, 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 painful. But um, so I missed the whole Spain trip, which was a bummer. But that whole like that whole thing that happened to me was like to me sickness is like an injury especially when it's that like type of sickness where i was weighing one i weighed at like 190 probably like 195 my freshman year one i was mm-hmm. just from lifting all summer i think i was 193 when i went to the hospital mm-hmm. i came out of the hospital 171 jeez you know so i lost 22 pounds and i was just like i never felt healthy and to me like when you're that sick it was like and even the doctors told me this is like, you got to treat this like an injury. So like, I had to work my way back. Like I, the, the, I started out with a walk around my neighborhood after I was in the hospital for a week and then laid up with my, with my dad who got ankle reconstruction surgery right at the same time. I was going to say, it sounds like my fitness routine now at age 45. Yeah. Me and my dad were, me and my dad were laid up and like both on pain medicine, just loopy. And then I finally get up. My mom forces me out of the house. She's like, you got to go for a walk. Like, and I go for just a walk around the neighborhood. I'm exhausted. So it was just like working my way back. But, you know, I never really felt right. And I think that definitely messed up with my mess with my head a little bit. Um, And then everything, like everything just accumulated and it was just, it was a toll on me. And so I kind of decided halfway through the season, I said, I'm not going to quit. I can't quit like right now in the middle of the season. But like, I think after this season, I'm done. I'm not checked out because I'm going to still like, I'm going to give it my all for the rest of the season. But after that, um, after, yeah, uh, uh, quit. You're going to stick it through for the season. Yeah, I had to. I had to. I mean, everybody I play with, man, such good guys. Like, I I loved my teammates. Tanner Borkhart's one of my best friends. Right. Uh, So, like, me and him were roommates on the road, and he quit after his freshman year. I was going to say, I knew he left and came back. I I didn't remember that about you, which is Yeah, so we were, I mean, man, we were in the hotel room, like, are you done at like, like after the season, we we're like, are you done? <laughs> like looking at each other. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, I think I am too, man. I'm just, we're wiped. And it was just, it was a toll on both of us. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. That's yeah, hilarious. Yeah. You have that conversation in that hotel room and who knew what would happen at the end of the season? What? Two, three, two years later, three years later. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's well, crazy. It's funny. Cause then like, the following year, and and it was a way. I mean, to be honest, it was a weight off my shoulders at the time. You know, like I was, I was just yeah, I was beat down like just mentally and physically. And then I finally took time off of basketball. And then like, God, what was it? I think like kind of when practice started, you start to get that itch. You're like, man, did I, did I mess this up? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was. I I remember vividly when I decided I wanted to go back, and it was. I spent the summer in summer school. My parents were a little pissed at me that I quit basketball. I could tell. (laughs) So they got on me a little bit. They're like, if you're not going to play basketball, you need to get a job. And I'm like, okay. So I worked as a, um, I was the second chef for the doghouse saloon in Waterloo, Nebraska. 
<laughs> what? Yeah. Really? Yep. Yep. And uh, great bet. Like some of the best tacos I've ever had. I've, I've heard of it. I've heard. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've never been there, but I've heard of like my my uh, friends at 1620 The Zone. They used to do uh, remotes there all the time. Yeah, it's a biker. I've heard bar. of it. It's a biker yeah. bar. So one of my friends, aunts, aunt and uncle owns that place. So like I needed a job and went, went and worked for him for the summer. And it was great. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks. Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. And then I had to find another job. After that summer was done, I had to find another job. And so I valeted cars for a parking garage on M Street. Do you know what it's called? No. There's a parking garage on M Street that in you just Lincoln? Yeah. Parking garage. I don't know. I don't know the names. I don't know what it's garage. called, but I can't remember what it's called. And I remember it's not like a high end valet by any means. Right, <laughs> I'll tell you right. You're parking cars and you're getting maybe a dollar. I tip. didn't know they had valet service at parking garages in Lincoln. They do. They do. I had they, no idea. They pay monthly, so they I don't think they ever really tip. I, I would occasionally get a dollar oh, tip. Oh, it's for those reserve spots. I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we're doing, we're washing cars, we're valeting cars, and then I'm, I think it's in like November. And I, I'm like, I'm, wa- I'm in this dinky little bathroom. Yeah. And I have a mop and a bucket, and I'm just cleaning everything. I'm cleaning the floors, the toilets, and I'm just like, a year ago today, I was playing college, like Big Ten college basketball. Like, I got to go back. And so, like, I call, I call my dad, like, a couple weeks later, like, crying. Like, I got to go back, like, freaking out. And thank God, man, my, Coach Miles let me back on the team. Yeah, he was, what did he say when you called him or when you, when you um, talked to Miles? So he kind of knew the situation, like, of how I felt my freshman year. Yeah. Um, he, knew, he knew it was tough on me, and that's why I really love Coach Miles. He was, he was so great to me. Um, and I owe him, I owe him a lot. Um, but yeah, he kind of knew what I went through and just told me, he said, I can't let you back on the team right now. Like, I can't let you back on the team mid season. Um, let's see where we're at after the season. I would want you, I want you back on the team. I think you provided value. Um, and I want you back on the team. What's ironic about that is Tanner, me and Tanner were in a class, a Monday night stats class together during our first semester of sophomore year so neither of us are playing basketball and then around this time this was like late december i'm talking to him tanner was already practicing i think with them in early december or something like that. yeah i remember when that happened with him when they when they started to work him back in it might it might have been later on but so i talked to coach miles in december and we had a meeting and then we met every uh, like probably once or twice before 
all this happened. But me and Tanner were sitting there like, just like we were in the hotel room, like, hey, you, you got, are you going to go back? <laughs> but the opposite. <laughs> yeah, the opposite. Yeah, like, it was crazy. originally like, hey, are you, it was, hey, are you done now? It's, hey, are you going back? And so I was like, uh, like me and him both were like, I think we got to go back. And I'm like, this is, this is going to be, we'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens. Um, Coach Miles let us both back on the team, man. And it was, um, it was awesome. So you start working out in the, the next summer with him then? Yeah. So I started back up in June. Um, and th- yeah, my, my, those guys, my junior and senior year were, were great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got to show you an old school picture here before we get to that era. So we're going back to the first era. This is, uh, let's see. There it is. So oh my that's my, God. that is my son, Johnny, who has the same name as you. And what it says, yep. if you can't read it, it says, as I've said before, my son, Johnny has a deep seated policy of cheering for his namesakes. Oh my so God. He's named jo- Johnny is his actual name. Now, is that your actual name or not? John is John, my actual that- name. All right, so John is your actual name, which is my actual name too. Yeah, I just but I, my son's actually named Johnny. My grandfather was also named John, but when he he had uh, his parents had uh, immigrated from the Netherlands, and with their accent they called him Johnny. It, it became a Johnny, and so we actually want to call yeah. him Johnny. So my son, when for a while. Nobody actually thought his name was Johnny. They thought it was John. And so anytime he found a Johnny, there was a Syracuse point guard who was named Johnny Flynn. He yep. fell in love with for a while. And then he found out that you were on that roster and he, he found you. Uh, that, that was at one of those little, those little kids camps. Yeah. And he found you. And so he talked about you constantly. God, that had to have been my freshman year, huh? That, that, was was... Your, that picture was taken November, November 4th, 2015. It says. Yeah, that's probably so, after a practice or it's something. At, uh, wow. it's, at, it's at some kids. They doing a kids camp in November. Yeah. Oh, we were doing. I think we were doing like a signing, a little signing autograph type deal. Yeah. Um, after like a been. practice, after like a practice or something. Yeah. Um, just an exposure event. I'm glad he spells his, his name with a Y though. Yes, he does. He spells Under it like I-E. He spells it. He he spells it like you do. Yeah. Um, so, which is what gets me to my my connection. Um, sort of with you. Um, so like, and, and, and I think you know this a little bit, but maybe you don't. Like, I grew up, I moved here in 1986. My dad was a, uh, a, a pastor and we moved here and he took a job here in 1986 from South Dakota, oddly enough. So I'm very familiar with. We're in South Dakota. Too. Uh, we were in Mitchell. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we, were, we were in Mitchell. Um, and, and we moved here and, Nebraska basketball tickets. You know, it's interesting. I got to I got to go to a few Nebraska football games, but Nebraska basketball tickets when I were growing up were cheap, and so um, I got I went to a lot of basketball games with my dad and uh, at Devaney. And did do you did you go to you went to games at Devaney, didn't you? Yeah, yep. you would have done that. Yeah, so you remember you remember the whole process of going to Devaney and parking in the state fairgrounds, yep. freezing, freezing your ass off walking yep. from Ag Hall. Uh, just the smell when the doors opened of that place and the warm air, and amazing, so, isn't it? And and like he and I had this tradition, like we would, 
we would get we would get uh, the frozen malts. They cost a dollar for like thirty years. They were the one items in U.S. commerce not infect, uh, not affected by inflation. We would go to those at the beginning of halftime, and we'd sort of need them, and we would eat them in the in the second half. So I'm watching Eric Strickland and Jerron Boone and Pyatkowski and Terrence Badgett and Keith Moody, Richard Van Poolgees, Bruce Chubbuck. I mean, I can go, I can go and go and go for all these years. And and the, you know, they had a few NCAA tournament. Uh, chances in the 90s, um, but uh, he passed away in 2015. One of the last games I went to to him uh, with was No Sit Sunday. That Wisconsin, the Wisconsin game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that before the NCAA tournament, right before you would have gotten there. Yes. Um, and we had always said, we said that year, we said, um, we said we, we weren't able to do it that year, but we always said we're going to go to the big. We're, we've got to go to a conference tournament sometime. If if they ever it just didn't work that year in 2014 to to go out to wherever and they lost right away to Aaron Kraft in Ohio State anyway so I'm glad we didn't go but but we always said we, we got to go there um, he passed away the following year so we never got a chance to do that so then you guys come in your senior year and coming off a pretty good year got a roster with a lot of guys back and about November it's Christmas and I'm talking to my wife and I'm like you know. The, the big the Big Ten tournament's in Chicago this year, right? And my dad and, and my son is kind of t- – for a long time, my dad, my son, and I got those $99 tickets in Devaney. You could get season tickets for 99 bucks. Yep. Way in the top. We saw Kevin Durant play at Devaney Center. Like, we, we, we saw some, some good – we Ade uh, 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 Dagandero beat Creighton on a last-second shot we saw up there. Um, and, and so I said, I think I want to take him. I think they're, you know, they were, you, you guys were, I think maybe almost ranked at the beginning of the season. And so, yeah, we, my senior year, we got up to, yeah. uh, 23rd. Yeah. You were ranked. Please. And so I'm like, I think they're going to go to run this year. We're going to, so I, I sprung for tickets in Chicago in like November. Okay. And that, that, that season started, I, I don't really totally remember the non-conference of that season. You might remember it better than I do. Yeah. Um, I don't. Were there any like like really devastating losses in the non-conference season? Uh, I mean, we had Kansas. Oh, the Kansas. Oh, was the Kansas home. game that year. Oh god. Yeah, when we were we were up. Oh to, god, they should have won that game. You guys. Devonte Graham comes off a ball screen, throws back to Slee, he hits a three. Oh, and by the way, they fouled the crap out of Palmer on the way back the other way. I'm still pissed about that. They did not. Nobody talks about that. He got the crap fouled out of him. But, yeah, I'm trying to think. Was that my? That was my junior year, actually. That was jun. That was your. That was your junior year. Okay. Yeah, our yeah. non-conference, my senior year, we kind of took. Yeah, that was my junior year. No, yeah, junior because that was the year you guys beat Seton Hall too, right? Your junior year. Remember that you guys had a game. That was that was senior year. That was senior year. Okay. Yeah, we beat we beat. Creighton and, and you beat Creighton, right? Ball yeah. at home pretty significantly. Those were two yeah. big wins for us. Yeah. yeah. So I buy the tickets, right? And and I'm like, okay, I'm surprising them on Christmas. We're gonna go to the Big Ten tournament. This is the year they're gonna make the they can get back to the NCAA tournament. And then things don't go too well in January. And then we tried, Jack. We tried. And then no, but then there's that Purdue game where I'm at in in or the Ohio State game that I'm at in in Lincoln. Uh, and an injury that impacts the season pretty significantly. You remember that? Copeland's injury? Yep. Yeah. He's going up for a dunk after the whistle is blown. Yeah. Just for, just for fun. Fluke one injury. Of the, 
one of those twin dudes, I can't remember which one it was, tried to sort of block it for whatever reason. Yeah. It was right in front of me. And and things were already going a little bit bad and 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 after that the wheels fell off for you guys a little bit. What do you remember just what do you remember about that part of the season? Cuz you guys had so such high expectations at that point and that injury just felt like a gut punch at that point. Yeah. No, we took we took care of our non-conference schedule. I think we were like 11 and 2. Um, and kind of took care. I can't remember who the losses were. Um, but then I, I mean, I remember conference played pretty significantly. Um, I think we, our first game was at Maryland. Um, and we were winning like the whole game, it felt like. And then the final like couple, I think f- few seconds left, Jalen Smith, it's like a floater in the lane. Yes. Drop floater in the lane. He was shooting threes that whole night. I remember that game. Yep. Yeah. Common threes. Um, and we played really well. And then that was, that was the, that was the first game after we got ranked for the first time in, I don't know how long. Um, yeah. And then I think we just lost three out of the next four. Then we won like two of them. Mm -hmm. And then we lost like six out of the next eight. And then next thing I know, we're just like down guy here, guy there, guy here, significant entry to Palmer. Um, yeah, just, it's crazy. Like it, 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 things weren't going well, and then like everything happened. I, I just, I'm, it still frustrates me because, like, just what could it? We found out what that team really was at the end of the year. It just, it frustrates me so much because I would love to have seen had you guys been firing on all cylinders like that earlier in the winter that year. Yeah, and, and, yeah. I, I think a lot of people do. You know, you wish you could, you could have seen that that product on the floor the whole the whole uh, second half of the season, especially when we were struggling. But I think um, the thing about that is we had nothing to lose at that point, right? Like, that's maybe that's why we were playing so good. Like, yeah. Well, like, we kind of played so free. Yeah, at what point do you start realizing, okay, we're down this guy, you know, Donna's gone, Tom Allen's hurt. I'm trying to remember. I can't even remember all the injuries. All of a sudden, you're starting to you know, you're starting to say, "Okay, I'm going to be up in the rotation pretty soon here at this." Not point. once. You didn't. You, you did, really? Not once. I can't. I came to terms with my role on the team uh, just be just by being let back on the team by Coach Miles. I went from I grew up in this way. I went from going into my freshman year kind of having that mindset of like I can play down the road. Like if I can, I'm going to play down the road. And then that when I came back, I I just had like this like freedom i felt like of just hey i'm just like i'm just gonna play hard as much as i can like whatever happens happens at this point you know if i don't play a second are you all right with that like you're gonna put in all this work if you don't play a second yeah i'd ask myself this if you don't play a second are you all right with that and i was like and and it's a test it's a testament to coach miles the staff the people around us and then it's a testament to the guys that we had in that locker room like i didn't mind seeing that like I, I could say to myself that I was com- like I was all right with not playing. The first time I knew I was going to play significant minutes was two minutes before the Iowa game on my senior night. <laughs> so uh, I'm going through warmups, and I don't know if my Miles Miles had to have known he played he was going to play me that day. Didn't tell me one bit in shoot around nothing. He had to have known. He doesn't just go out on a whim and just play me that much. Like he had to have known. But he told you but, at the last. But he minute. didn't tell me till he didn't even tell me 
he had uh, Greg Eaton do it, our director of basketball operations. Yeah. He came up yep. to me two minutes before. He said, hey, we're in the layup lines, the final layup lines before we go back to the bench. He said, hey, coach is going to put you in tonight early. Be ready to go. And I looked at him and I said, like, like actual, like play actual minutes or like, is this like a senior night type deal? That's what I thought. You're right. like, no, like you're playing, playing. Yeah. Because you guys like, were short. Oh, you guys were shit. short then. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was just like, oh shit. Okay. Let's yeah. go. And to be honest, like I was actually talking to somebody about this the other day. They asked me how I've like, how I viewed that. And I just viewed it as. I, I didn't have any expectations for myself. Like I, I was the like one time, not one time, but one of the few times where I can just remember, I just had the freedom to play. Yeah. We were down to so like a, a certain amount of guys. Like if I messed up, it was all right. Like that gives you so much freedom to play basketball. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks. Oh yeah. That's me. Nothing extra. Just perfection and a straw coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. And there I am at that game and, you know... Re- planning my trip to Chicago a few days later. Yeah, my uh, I I went to college in Iowa. My in laws are from Iowa. I'm not a fan of Iowa, uh, is fair to say. And I went to that game with, you know, maybe like you, not a lot of expectations. Um, and then it happens, and then and then it happens. Uh, and and you're in there, and 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 my son wasn't there. He didn't go to that. He was so down. He didn't even go to that game. And so I took somebody else and I'm texting him and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like true blood's in. And I'm like, this Amir guy is good. And like all these, like all these other things that are going on during it, but it didn't look great. And then, and then, uh, the comeback, the comeback. Yeah. Tell me what experiencing that comeback was, because it's one of the most unlikely comebacks I've ever seen in a battle. Yeah. I mean, we were down what fifteen with like seven minutes to go. I think so. Down like well, nine with like a minute fifty one or fi- like a fifty. I was going to say eleven, wasn't it? Nine or eleven with with yeah. under two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll say this: James Palmer, Glenn Watson, and Isaiah Roby are pretty damn good basketball players. Yeah. You think? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, my job was easy: find them and get them the ball in that time. Um, but no, I just remember. I remember um, we were down. I think nine. Isaiah, I got a long rebound, pitch it to head to Isaiah. He goes up and dunks it too. I go down, steal it like right off the inbounds pass from Jordan Bohannon. Give it to Isaiah Roby. He does a little spin move, dunk down six with like fifty second, like fifty seconds left. Now, now we're playing the foul game, and now this is all I know. Like they make one or two, we come down. Glenn Watson three, 
they make one or two. We come down, Glenn Washington, <laughs> Jane Palmer three. Like we go, they go down, make two, make two this time. Glenn, Glenn Watson, Jane Palmer three. Next thing I know, it's tied, and we're like, I'm just like, you can watch the. I've I've seen that game. I watched the my, my uh, I sent the videos. My dad really wanted them on like DVD, so I got him a hard drive with all the games on them. Um, and I was watching that part, like that the very. I love what like that last two minutes is just so such crazy basketball it was it was pure i mean it was just i was like i didn't want to let myself believe at that point and here you are on the court like you didn't even really have time to get nervous or like worked up about this situation and then here you are in the middle of this comeback yeah in this game yeah it was awesome you know um and then tanner fouled out roby fouled out yeah that's right amir's playing on a torn meniscus Amir's hurt in playing, yes. Yep. Um, our five man, I think, was holy shit. I think it was James Palmer. Palmer, jeez. I think uh, I think we had him. God, I'm trying to and think that, of who was on the court. Yeah, it was me, well, Thor, Thor, Glenn, Glenn, Amir, Roby. and Roby. No, Roby fouled Roby out. Fouled Roby out. out. And Palmer's the Palmer's the biggest dude on the floor. I might no, be. There was some other there. random person out there too. There was some Brady other like. Newish random person out there too. In addition to Amir, is I don't think Bra- well Brady Hyman was on our team. I don't think he was out there. He played a little okay. bit that game, but I don't think he was out there. Actually, okay. I can't remember if he played. He had I'm gonna have to go. We should we should we should watch this together sometime. I would but, love to, but yeah, that that was crazy. Uh-huh. And then to have Thor get that block against that dude at that moment, I can't imagine. What the that feeling was like on that team when I seen on the cake. I seen on the cake. I wanna, I wanna, I want a T-shirt still with just like the like the NBA logo, but of that block. And he's got his arm up. He's got his arm And on 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 Bohan, and it made me so happy. Yeah, he may be the greatest guy. Maybe he's nice. He might be. He just finished his playing career last year, which is still amazing. But man. That was that was fantastic. Yeah, it, it was a special moment. It was a really special moment. Um, and and I got to move on because you probably need to go. But Colin, I, I st- Jack, Jack, you've been good to me, man. I got nothing but time for you. Okay, good, good, good. All right, so so then we've got so then my son Johnny and me we're going to Chicago like a few days later, right? Because that was on Sunday. It's on Sunday, and, and we you guys play Chicago on Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, we play you guys Wednesday. play on Wednesday. So we left on Wednesday. I think he was on spring break. We we I remember we drove down. He was on spring break. We drive down to Iowa, drop off my wife and daughter at my in-laws' house. They live in Grinnell, Iowa. Okay, and then uh, stay one night, and then Johnny and I on game day we drive the rest of the day. Okay, up to Chicago. We stop at Portillo's, right? Yeah. That and and I'm of the mindset like, okay. We're going to – I'm not – because I've been – my wife was, I think, upset with me because I had been so negative about it because I was so disappointed because of how the season had gone. And I almost wanted to sell the tickets, but my son kept saying I, oh, he wanted to go. He wanted to do it. And and we were like, okay, if they lose, if and when they lose, first game to Rutgers, we're going to make it a sightseeing trip. We'll see the bean. We'll go up in the Willis Tower. We'll – We'll do all the we'll do all the things that there there are to do. So we get there, check into our hotel downtown. We're like, we're definitely going to this Rutgers. And then, but I had bought full session tickets for every yeah. game. 
Yeah. So I'm like, maybe I'll be able to make some money on the tickets, whatever. And then we go to that Rutgers game, and it kind of starts off like I'm afraid that it was going to. And uh, but I'm I'm just curious. You tell me what you remember about that Rutgers game because the crazy thing is, like that Rutgers team had guys who were still playing last year. Again, Geo Baker, uh, uh, Park, uh, Ron Ron Harper Jr. Yep. <laughs> those guys, those guys were still leading that team. What and, you, know who and, had, you know who they had on their team? Uh, Peter Kiss. Okay, who's that? I remember that. He name. was the leading scorer in the NCAA last year at uh Oh, Bryant. that dude was on that Rutgers team? He was on that Rutgers team, yeah. I didn't How even realize that? that. He was a dude How who during the tournament or during the conference tournaments was just like freaking out Going on everybody. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, did they had to know that. That was a weird year because I think we were thirteenth. I think we finished thirteenth in the Big Ten 13th and it was twelfth, yeah. Because Northwestern and Illinois played after you guys. I yeah, remember. but I can't remember if we were 12th or 13th. I think yeah, we I were don't remember. 13th. And it was obviously interesting because, like, we we did not anticipate being there. Yeah. We were fourth in the Big Ten the previous year. Like, we had a, a solid people returning. It just it just so happened, you know, things just didn't, like, go our way. We right. had injuries, all that stuff. So who was left to play? Okay. Who was left to play going into that tournament? So you got – Palmer, you got Glenn. Um, Palmer, Palmer, Glenn, Thor, Roby, Tanner. Tanner. Me. Uh, Allen was out at that Brady, point. Yeah, Brady Hyman and Justin Costello. And Costello, who hadn't who hadn't yeah. played either. Yeah, and we had Amir. So we had nine guys total for the Iowa game. Amir tore his meniscus. He's out for the whole tournament. Um, so we had eight guys, essentially seven essentially six because Brady, I think Brady hurt. Brady was battling through a back injury. Um, yeah. So we had like, <laughs> we had six guys. Yeah, so what is, I mean, what's miles even saying to you at that point about how you're going to run? It completely changes. Even, even from where you were the week before against Iowa or days before against Iowa, how you're doing your rotations, how many minutes you're playing. What's the, what's the prep for that game look like? Yeah, it's super light. <laughs> you don't have bodies. In, nobody can get hurt. Yeah, nobody can get hurt. Um, you just play free. It, it really was. It was a play free mentality, man. I like how I got to know the plays. Like how I got to know Rutgers plays was I was on scout team. Like I, I we were that shorthanded. Like the five starters were. That's what we were walking through. Like I was on scout team going through all of that stuff. I've been doing it all year. Didn't matter that I was now playing 25 minutes a game. Didn't matter. But hey, that it helped me out more than anything. Like I knew the other team's plays. Um, so yeah, that was kind of the prep for it. And it was super light. I mean, he, he did really good with that. Then we played on, um, Wednesday, uh, Yes. Well, Wait, I'm going to get to that here in a second. I want to yeah. look at the box score of this Rutgers game, though. You were, I mean, I remember at one point you had, you had, it was a small but loud contingent of Nebraska fans chanting your name at the United Center. My son and, and me included. I don't know if you'd hit three <laughs> or what happened, but like, what can be going through your mind at that point, Johnny? Because you're, 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 you're wrapping up this season. You didn't even even that Sunday, even three days before, four days before that, like you didn't know, you didn't necessarily expect to be playing meaningful minutes in these games. And then here you are a few days later in Chicago, 
and and you you you're you're getting your name chanted in the freaking United Center where Mike Jordan played. Um, what was that like? Uh, it was it was the wildest like three weeks of my life. I would say, <laughs> like it, it was really wild. It was really surreal. It was really I was really um, I was proud of a lot of things. I was proud of that I came back and you know it all turned out like how I like better than I expected um I was proud um just of where we where we were at as a team you know like although we struggled that year like we really came on strong at the end and we were really happy like that just that we kept playing like through all that adversity even though like it didn't go our way sometimes we still put things together at the end right um so like I was really proud of everything that happened um and then it, yeah, it was surreal, man. Like you don't really think about it in the moment. You have to think about it kind of like later on. Right. You don't, you don't think about it in the moment, like right it's in the crazy. moment you're playing basketball. Yeah. You probably aren't, but man, you're in that game and, and it's not the biggest game in the world, right? I get it. The United center wasn't, was pretty empty that night. I was there, but then they win. Then they, you win and and down the stretch everything just went right like at the beginning it was like nothing was falling and then all of a sudden in that game uh palmer went off as i recall yeah um, he had, you, I think you he hit did. some shots um Roby, oh. it, it was just, it was like all of a sudden in the second half everything went went pretty right for you guys yeah no i didn't i didn't hit many shots <laughs> I think I hit one shot. You hit something. We got you got us cheering your name for whatever. Yeah, I don't know what I, it was. Yeah, the I remember every a lot of that stuff. So the Iowa game, like I had zero points. Yeah. Oh uh, no, but I like the, I love I, this is the funniest stat to me. I had zero points. I played twenty six minutes and I had a plus minus of twenty. <laughs> there you go. I had the highest on team. We went in the game. We went in overtime. I had a plus minus. Plus minus of twenty. I'd say if you had been in more, they wouldn't have had to go to overtime. I'm not going to say I I didn't care about that stat when I played, but now it's like now I'm like, oh yeah, that's the best stat in the world. (laughs) So Um, how about we we saw we saw the 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 video then Miles falls down going into the locker room and then gets. Gets in there and you guys are celebrating. Did you know he wiped out at that point? No. And then, and then, how soon after? Because it was all over, like Sports Center and everything else. After that, yeah, it was all over. We didn't really know about that. We didn't know about that. It was the Rutgers game was still like the Iowa. Or it was like the Iowa game in the sense that like we were just down the whole time and then came back. Yeah, uh, kind of exploded at the end. But yeah, it was everybody was jumping for joy and then Miles trips over and he gets up like. He's the, he's so, I mean, like, he's so good about that stuff though. You know, like he, he makes fun of himself with that. Like he gets up and he does safe. I <laughs> like he slid into home, man. Oh like he, he's so great with that stuff. So funny. My son and I are just home. We were, so we go back to our hotel. So we go, we were like, do we want to watch this Northwestern Illinois game? And we're like, we have to come back here tomorrow now. We weren't even planning on it. So we, we go back, we go back to downtown Chicago. We get something to eat. We're like, we got to go watch highlights of this game. We got to be back. They got kind of an early game tomorrow. They're yep. playing Maryland. Uh, and so we're thrilled about that. And we're like, oh no, Maryland, Bruno Fernando, Bruno Fernando dominated Nebraska and Lincoln in the last game of the year. Jalen Smith looked great when they, when they played in Maryland. And so we're like, this is probably the end 
but at least we get one more day. But Nebraska just doesn't have big guys. They got two freaking big guys. They've got two NBA bigs on this yeah. team. Yep. Okay. And so we're like, we were realistic about it. What in the hell, Johnny, was the scheme coming into that game to do what you guys did in that game? Get the ball to get the ball to James Palmer, Glenn Watson, and Isaiah Roby. <laughs> but uh, even even on the defensive side, though, I mean, how many times did did Fernando or or Smith have the ball, and you were coming over in Dublin and just bugging the hell out of them? Yeah, down low and getting steals. Yeah, we knew our like our rotations had to be good that game because we knew like w- with think of the teams we played. We played Iowa with Luca Garza and Tyler Cook in the post. Big big guys in the post. We played um, Rutgers with Miles Johnson. Is that I think that's his name? Was that the big guy? Seven footer. Yeah, yeah, seven footer. Like big dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we played Bruno Fernander, Jalen Smith. Then following Ethan Happ. So we're playing like, so our preparation, especially for the Big Ten tournament, is our rotations. Like we have, because we have to keep, we have such limited guys, we got to keep them out of foul trouble, right? So like we have Tanner and Roby guarding the bigs, but we need to help them out, get the ball out of the bigs' hands. So whenever it was in, you know, we were sending doubles, we were choking the ball and just creating, trying to create turnovers that way and then just flying around like defensively. That was, our, just, that was kind of our game plan. Like I just couldn't believe we were in that, we were in the, I guess it would have been on the side where Maryland was sitting on the bench, and I think they had, they were so that would means uh, that you guys were on offense the first side. But I just remember, I kept thinking, I was like, God, Fernando's just gonna freaking kill him, and I was like, he can't handle the ball down there. He free, I don't know what he can't handle the double at that yeah. point. And and whether it was you would come over, and I'm sure maybe it was Thor or somebody else would would come over and and or Glenn, and it was like. Man, he couldn't handle it, and you guys just got steal after steal after steal. And then, like you said, on the other side, Roby, Palmer, Glenn, how many times were they just, you know, nailing nailing big shots? Yeah, they were incredible. I mean, it's it's encur- like uh, I don't know if encouraging is right. It's encouraging, like, all of us knew what to do. Like, we all knew each other's games. We all knew each other's roles. We all knew how to play. We all knew where to be. You know, like, and then when you have that trust factor a little bit with your, like, teammates, like, it opens up a lot of different stuff. I mean, yeah, there's going to be some ups and downs in the midst of a game. But, like, for the most part, it was, okay, on to the next play. Like, I don't care. If you messed up, own it. On yeah. to the next play. Yeah. It, it, was there something is – is that something about even playing in a tight rotation? I, not rotation as in defensive rotation, as in six or seven guys who are going to play the game. Like, how does that I, – I, I, it felt like that almost helped in that game. Maybe it didn't, but it felt like it did. Yeah. I mean, when you know you have that amount of guys, it's like if I were to – if I messed up and we had – if I had to turn over and I messed up and we had <laughs> we had 10 guys, 10, 12 guys available to play, my ass is sitting right next to coach on the bench. Yeah. Like – so you have that freedom where it's like, oh, shoot, I messed up. No worries. Like, I'm just going to go out and play. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that almost limited, you know, mistakes because mm-hmm. you just have that freedom. You played – you weren't – you didn't need to be scared of mistakes, but that limited mistakes. Yes, for sure, yeah. Didn't you hit a – okay, I kind of remember. Didn't you hit a three on the baseline and turn around and look at the Maryland bench? Yeah, they were talking crazy to me, Jack. <laughs> I was right – okay, so we are right on that – 
we're like behind the bands on that side on that side behind that hoop. Okay. Yeah. So like the bands were were in front of us, and when you did that, I was we were we went berserk. We were like, oh my gosh, Johnny Trueblood is talking to the Maryland bench after hitting a three from the corner, and that's when I knew it was like. Okay, this weekend is gonna be not what I expected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they they were talking crazy to me. They were like, "Hey, you're like you suck. Like, why? I can't believe you're even playing. You guys are ass. Like, just talking crazy." And I'm like, I'm thinking, I was in their position like four days ago, like sitting on the end of the bench chirping the guys. Like, so like, I was like, I'm gonna toy with them a little bit, but like. They're, they're like, I'm right by the bench. They're like, leave him open, leave him open, let him shoot. He can't shoot. All he is is driving past. He can't shoot. He's not going to score. All that stuff, just talking crazy to me. Roby passes me the ball. I let it fly. I make it. I turn around, and I say, shut your ass up. (laughs) (laughs) We were going nuts. Like, we were going nuts. We were going so nuts that the uh, Big Ten Network actually did like a – the journey show where they, they had a little thing on your run and they had a little segment where my son and me are in there just going berserk during that game. Oh, I love it. Like there was a small group, like Luke, Luke Gifford from the football team was back there with us. Yeah. And, and, uh, like Al Recker, who does the, all the Adidas stuff for the university, we were all together in this little group there. So it was like this small, but like just insane group of fans trying to have some sort of, impact on the game and hoping you guys heard us and it was it was i mean i think my you know i think my son will say that game that game is up there um in in, oh i'm i would be surprised if he said that's not his favorite sporting event he's ever been to it was Um, a fun one man that one that one was so fun and we will get to um then the next game when the refs decided not to call foul on ethan happ and i have many things to say about the officiating in that game yeah. Oh my gosh, I, I was curious. Yeah, that's not I I messed up that game. I messed up that game. I I knew their plays and I knew they did an inbounds play. We were down 1. It was 62-61, I believe. We were down 1 with of like a minute to play. And I tried to jump the inbounds pass cuz I knew my guy came over the top and I was going to be in a position to steal that guy coming up. Mm-hmm. And I was just, if I would have been a, like a half second earlier, I think I would have gotten the steal. And I just, and then we, then I switched on to Trice, who was quicker than me. So I had to play off a little bit and he just drained a three in my face, man. That was, that one was bitter. And then some freaking Wisconsin fan has the nerve to come up to me and try and buy my tickets for the rest of the thing. Rest of the tournament. <laughs> he knows. And, and I'm like, and I'm pissed. I'm in such a bad mood. And I offer him, I don't know, I gave him a number to buy it. And then he tried to, uh, he tried to negotiate me down. And I was like, I was like, dude, I've been screwed enough in one day. I'm not doing yeah. it again. I was so mad at the way the, the refs were calling Ethan Happ that day. I don't know if I, maybe I was, maybe I was biased and maybe I wasn't, but this is crazy. So like, it, it's funny because I met your, I, I forgot to tell you this part before the Rutgers game. I looked up, I found, I was like, is there a Husker bar we can go to or something? Mm-hmm. And we found one. And so we go there. My son and I go there and we get something to eat before the game. And I see there's some other Husker fans there. And so we're kind of talking to them. And and your dad is one of the people there. And so I, that's where I meet your dad at the first he's time. Probably having, he's probably having a Coors Light with you, huh, Dad? Yeah. We, so he and I had a, he had a, he and I had a few 
Coors Lights getting ready for that game and talked. And I was just, I told him, I probably went on like I did with you, probably told him all the same stories. I probably showed him all that, those same pictures that I showed you. Um, and had and a chance to, to be, huh? what'd you say? He ate that shit up, huh? I, I, I don't know. He seemed nice enough. <laughs> <laughs> he seemed nice enough. We enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. And then, and then, uh, yeah. And then I saw him again after the, after the uh, Wisconsin game and talked to him again. Yeah. Uh, but after we went to that, my son and I, after we went to that, Mar- see, here's the thing. I wish you guys could have celebrated like we did. Like after that Maryland game, we walked down the, the, the block. They've got this bar where they're just like throwing beers out. And thro- mm-hmm. I mean, it was, it was insane. And that big 10 tournament is so fun because there's fans of every school there. Yeah. And like, like everywhere. And, like you would look for these these little patches of Husker red there, and the Husker fans that that night at that you just knew when you looked at them you were like, I didn't ever expect this was going to happen. This is great. Let's party tonight. So, yeah, so. A co- conference tournaments for basketball, man, those are so fun. Like if you get the opportunity to go to like just any conference tournament. I've growing up, my like I I, I here I go. I was a Creighton fan growing up and Nebraska Ooh. fan. I was I was both. Yeah, both. Um, but my uncle was a huge Creighton fan and me and him always like he me and him were always talking while I was playing. Like he was always like chirping me like Creighton's going to get you guys this year. And I'm like my senior year. I was like, we're getting them this this year. This this is our year. Yeah. And we finally got them. Oh, God, that was but, sweet. That was another up, great memory that I got. Yeah, it was, your team. yeah, it was. But growing up, we went to the Missouri Valley tournament, like probably March Madness. Night. Oh, was. my God. That was my like sacred place as a kid. I loved that place. I would get the mini basketball with all the teams on them. Like I dribbled that around for the next two weeks. By the time I got back to playing basketball, like when the season came around, like I'm so used to the small mini basketball in my hands. I'm like this. This thing th- feels like a balloon right, right. Now. with the Salukis on yeah. it and all Illinois the State. Illinois State Drake, Northern yeah. Iowa. Yeah, man. And then, like, you get into this coaching world, and every turn, like, I can't say every turn. I've only been to one, the Summit League tournament as well. But yeah, you know, I've fun. Been, yeah. Oh, it's so fun, man. Just because everybody's there. I want to go now. I want to go to the Big Ten tournament when it's in Indianapolis instead of yes. Chicago. So we had to take freaking Ubers there to get there to United Center. And yep, I heard it's better in Indianapolis from yeah. a fans' perspective. Yeah. Um, well, they did. They did it. I think in Indianapolis, my freshman year. And then I think they did it. They did it in Madison Square Garden. Oh, that's right. My you guys junior went up year. There. My that's junior right. year, and then my yeah. senior year, we did it in Chicago. Chicago. Where do you Where do you guys go for your conference now? Is it in Vegas? Everything's in Vegas, Vegas now. Yeah, Vegas. Ve- you get to go to Vegas a lot now, don't you? Yeah, I get to go to Vegas twice this year. All right, good. I am going to let you go because I've taken a ton of your time. Uh, there's even stuff I didn't get to that I would have liked to. Uh, but want to thank you for doing it. Um, I just, I, I just enjoyed going over somebody else who was present for well, present. You were freaking on the floor, but present for those games and have that shared memory because it, it means a lot to me. Just as kind of a, a dad and a son thing, and and something, and and to go back through them is is really special to me. Um, and it's also cool to follow you and and your career now. And uh, it's crazy you're in Hawaii, and we're looking forward to following you after this too. So just a big thanks. I appreciate it. I appreciate you being willing to talk. To hey, me. man, absolutely. Anytime. Thank you very much for having me. I had a blast uh, catching up with you and talking 
feeling it's a little nostalgic right now. I know. I'm gonna have to go to YouTube right now and watch some highlights, Johnny. That's I know, the problem. Man. I know. All right, no, there you go. Thank Johnny you, Johnny True Blood guest on the Jack Mitchell podcast. We'll be back with somebody else. I don't know who yet, but we'll see you then. <laughs>